it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I am here live from the studios of Blaze TV outside of Dallas, Texas. And it's funny. I wrote an entire monologue on how what we're seeing with Afghanistan is kind of like what we're seeing with the border. You and I are being told to prepare ourselves. What did Kamala Harris say? Buy your Christmas presents now. You and I are being told that we have to evermore train our liberty for security. In this case, it's called public health. Now, never once, not ever, did I sit behind this or any other microphone and tell you not to get vaccinated. What I've not told you to do is to simply obey. This idea that you must obey every dictate from every person who works in government. Rochelle Walensky has no legislative authority. If you've noticed this lately, and we cover this extensively, the EPA is sending armed agents into mom-and-pop speed shops. What are they enforcing? Regulations? So regulations are now, now each of these federal agencies gets to kit up armed agents? This is not a question for the FBI, state and local law enforcement. Every one of these federal agencies now can use force as if they are enforcing law. There's no law that says you have to take a vaccination. Last night, last night when I was flying down here, airline undisclosed, the stewardess said that we had to wear masks or we would be in violation of federal law. And I felt like raising my hand and saying, well, what federal law would that be? I don't remember the federal government passing a law saying that we had to wear masks on airplanes. Maybe the FAA or the DHS made a regulation, but I didn't know that the federal government, Article 1, Section 1, legislative authority was exercised to create a mask mandate. But right now as we speak, people are pouring in the border and people are pouring off airplanes. American citizens are behind enemy lines. That's not a talking point. It's absolute fact. You're being told now that you have to evermore restrict or allow a restriction of your civil liberties for so-called public safety. What other excuses are they going to use? It seems like everywhere we turn, we're being told, well, you just have to accept the surveillance state or infringements on the Second Amendment or your freedom when it comes to your medical privacy or free movement about the country. But the government, if it chooses, could just give anyone it wants around the world a free golden ticket into the United States. And they will receive an endless array of taxpayer-supported services. Free housing, free health care, free education, free transport, cash assistance, you name it. Everything and everything paid for by the, the taxpayer. 
Jen Psaki can't even stand it anymore. Play cut one. This coronavirus uh, pandemic exposes the incredible... No, I think we're looking for the one where, where she's talking about the Kabul planes filled with undocumented immigrants. Is that cut one? Okay, so yes. That's what happens when, sometimes when I come down here to, to Texas. But Jen Psaki can't even handle basic questions anymore. And what they don't like, like with the word stranded. You know, illegal immigrants become immigrants. Migrants become refugees. Now every Afghan is vulnerable. They don't want to call these people undocumented immigrants. Well, the government's bringing them in. But are they documented? Are they vaccinated? Are they vetted? Shut up. Shut up. Don't ask questions. That's basically been the, the administration's line here. Shut up. Don't ask questions. If we say you're going to show a COVID passport, you're going to show a COVID passport. If we say you're going to have a lockdown, you're going to have a lockdown. If we say you're going to have to wear a mask, you're going to have to wear a mask. Why? Because we said so. Our republic was not founded on the idea of because we said so. That our government would operate on a because we said so. We still have a republic. What's left of it. And this administration and Democrats at the state and local level don't respect it at all. It's obvious at this point they favor non-citizens over citizens. We have hundreds of thousands of American citizens who are homeless. Many of whom are veterans. We have veterans that can't get health care. Veterans committing suicide. The people that served in the Afghan war are second class to Afghans that the government wants to bring in. You can call it whatever you want. You can accuse me of whatever you want. The Democrats are using open borders and airlifts to remake this nation. They've got big plans and they don't want to hear your complaints about it. I know a lot of you think I'm I'm starting to lose a little optimism here. A little bit. Just a little bit. Too many people think that Republicans just have this in the bag, right? Oh, it's going to be a Republican takeover. Republicans are going to control the House. Republicans are going to control the Senate. Conservatives are going to win, are they? First of all, we've seen the promise of the Democrats are so bad, Republicans win, and then they don't act like conservatives. And the Democrats are playing a long game here. If you think they are in some kind of retreat over food prices, gas prices, inflation, no, these are reasons why the government has to spend more. The fact that the government's own actions are making food costs more, they will say, see, this is why we have to help struggling families. The families are struggling because of you. The ones that you're talking about. How do we have beds and doctors and teachers and cash for people boarding C-17s, but we don't have that for our own people? 
Andrew, you say so you talk about this is not about the welfare state. If my choice is if if I have no choice in the existence of a welfare state, if my choice comes down to American citizens versus non-citizens, I'm going to take citizens all day, all day, every day. All right. Do you have cut one ready? Do you have today's cut sheet ready to go? I right, play cut one. We don't have a role in preventing flights from taking off. We are not on the ground. So that is not something the U.S. government is doing. Uh, but at the same time, some of these planes and some of the issues is where are they going to land? So a number of these planes, uh, they may have a handful of American citizens, but they may have several hundred individuals where we don't have manifests for them. We don't know what the security protocols are for them. We don't know what their documentation is. And there is a fundamental question, and this is one of the hard choices you face in government. Are we going to allow a plane with hundreds of people where we don't know who they are, we don't know what security protocols have been put in place to land on a U.S. military base? And there are reasonable questions, justified questions, I think, uh, as to why we wouldn't do that. So now, after flying out plane loads of people who we know nothing about, who are not vetted, who are not vaccinated, who are not wearing masks, not sitting six feet apart, we just airlifted thousands and thousands of people out. They began landing in cities like St. Louis, Missouri, and in small towns in Wisconsin that house bases like Fort McCoy. We had no idea who these people are. Now there's talk that at Fort Pickett, they're just letting them go on their own. Out the gate whenever they want. Representative Mark Green says he's got sources saying that they're not even really patrolling these people. So now Saki says, well, we can't just let these plans land here. You mean the ones that have Americans on them? Play cut two. What we are working to do, and nor are we rushing to recognition, there's a lot they have to do before that. What we are working to do is to engage with them because they oversee and control Afghanistan right now to get American citizens, uh, legal permanent residents, uh, SIV applicants out of Afghanistan. But, we have to engage with them. To engage with them, their new acting interior minister is a Haqqani network terrorist. He's wanted for a bombing. They killed six people, including an American. He's believed to have participated in cross-border attacks against U.S. troops. There's a $10 million bounty on his head. Why are we engaging? Should we government? not Should we not talk to the people who are overseeing Afghanistan and just leave it and not get the rest of the American citizens out? Let me get this straight. I love that, overseeing. So now it's on their terms. Everything is on their terms. That's like saying they're the legitimate government, and we've just got to get our paperwork in order. So now they want to act like they're, they're, they're racing to get our people out, the ones they left behind. The ones they chose to leave behind, they now say, well, we have to take all these steps to get them out. You mean after your deadline, after your pullout, after your withdrawal, after the fall of the country on your watch? Play cut three. There are now more terrorists wanted by the FBI and the new Afghan government than there are women. Does the president think that is a foreign policy success? 
Well, first of all, no one in this administration, not the president nor anyone on the national security team, would suggest that the Taliban are respected and valued members of the global community. They have not earned that in any way, and we are not. We have never assessed that. This is a uh, a caretaker cabinet that does include four former imprisoned Taliban fighters. We have not validated that. We have not conveyed we're going to recognize it. What we are working to do, and nor are we rushing to recognition, there's a lot they have to do before that. What we are working to do is to engage with them because they oversee and control Afghanistan right now to get American citizens, uh, legal permanent residents, uh, SIV applicants out of Afghanistan. This is unbelievable. This woman, this woman is, she's unbelievable. I got to give her, I got to give her credit. She's talented. She, her Bullstein game is, is spot on. If Bullstein were martial arts, she'd be like a seventh degree black belt. They're overseeing. We're trying to get Americans out. We have to, we have to negotiate with them. Let, let, let's put this in perspective. If they have Americans on the ground who they won't let leave and they're making demands for their release those people are hostages play cut four is it a hostage situation what's happening right now on with those airplanes if i had a dollar for every time this was called dead it's about once every few weeks uh i i wouldn't be that rich but i could buy you a nice cup no, of coffee sorry. i meant the planes in afghanistan oh i thought you were talking about so that's an important thing i was i i, I thought you were talking about the build back better agenda um uh, no, that is not what we would characterize it as. Uh, those were points uh, th that was those were comments made by a Republican congressman this weekend. So let me be very clear: we're in touch with American citizens. We're working to get them out. There are four who were able to depart over land. Uh, our Secretary of State is in Qatar right now, working on a range of options, including getting uh, flights up and operational and going. And what we have seen is that individuals who have documentation are able to depart or that that is what we have seen uh, but again uh, we don't have a great deal of understanding of every individual on these manifests so now they're on it now they're going to work tirelessly state department bureaucrats are going to work overtime and overnight to get these people out when they were supposed to be out before the damn deadline you can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.